Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, glad to have you all here. You may notice, uh, you may notice, you may notice behind me that that door is ajar because we've got a, uh, a new visitor in here, the damn cat. I shouldn't say damn, it's Milo. He's like, uh, he's got FOMO. And, uh, you know, he knows Daisy's not here anymore because of, uh, her passing. And he is not concerned with these two knuckleheads. So I'm sitting here getting ready, and then I I hear him meowing at the door, and I'm like, well, that has never, ever happened in the history ever of doing this show. And so there's all sorts of a change in the the landscape because, first of all, O'Neal is still flat-out depressed. Uh, Benny, I think, was intimidated by uh, Daisy being kind of a badass. So he comes downstairs more, you know, it's like everything's changing in, in good ways and bad ways. O'Neill is majorly bummed. I am not kidding you. He is so bummed out. He's really feeling it. And then the cat's like, Hey, let me in fucker. And, uh, he's kind of like over here, like rolling around and do his thing. I, I even took a picture of him like, uh, in here looking at them and they're like, ah, we don't even give a shit. Bruce likes to think he's some kind of hard ass, but he's not. He's just a dope. These guys are so silly. Will Milo be walking on the keyboard like mine do? Yeah, I mean, that that is such a cat thing to do. I just heard Milo meow. He's in the room right now. I don't know. You won't be able to hear that. Because the way the mic is set up. But I just heard, like, I know you're talking about me, fucker. Uh, (laughs) Megan says, if Milo isn't rubbing his butt in Eric's face, it'll be disappointing. Or I'll be disappointed. Well, now. Another great weekend. Busy, as usual. You know, first of all... um, is it not the most fantastic thing when you have the day where it uh, it's warm enough where you're just in a t-shirt? The first day that that happens, it's like, oh my God, is that, that is such a fantastic thing. Holy shit. Um, walked outside and I was like, oh yes. And the weeds are already trying to overtake the home. It it's remarkable how much it trans it just boom. They're everywhere already. So I'm already pulling weeds and putting down the, the weed killer, the fertilizer, and all sorts of shit. It's like here we go. Here we go. Right away. When it's the first day where it's something spectacular in terms of weather. Um it, you're right away. Your time is divvied up in, you know, you, it's kind of like, if you want to play, you got to pay. It's like, fuck. It's 
so strange. The season that you don't want to go outside at all, the winter. That's the one where you don't really need to do anything. I go outside and I'm like, ah, fuck, I got to rake up all these fucking leaves. Because you know the amount of time from when you supposedly picked up the last leaf in the fall. It's like you didn't even do anything. You got to rake all that shit up before you put the fertilizer down or otherwise the fertilizer just falls on the dead leaves. The dead leaves on the grass kill the grass. Fuck me. And all the while I'm raking the grass. I'm like, there, this lawn looks like shit. How did this happen? When I moved into this house, it was like the master's. Now it's just a pile of shit. Um, I, I continually feel like this home is in a, just a constant state of disrepair, getting worse. There's always, I, uh, it was raining really hard, not that long ago. And there was like a, uh, the downspout has sprung a leak. I have to replace the fucking downspout. And then, you know how it goes into, um, uh, like the gutter comes down and then it goes into like, um, that, that black hose i think it's called tile and then it uh the water leaves you know the outside of the house and goes away to some magical place i don't know where the fuck it is there's a uh the the tiles busted i gotta i gotta dig down below cut it and and put a new piece of tile and hook it onto the downspout it's like how the fuck does that even happen i think it's a new roof in my future it's like, fuck, I might as well just buy a new house. And I love this house. I don't want to, I don't want to go anywhere. Sam, the Jew says, how old is your house? Uh, I think it's about 30 years old. I think where I live, my house was like one of the first ones built. Megan says, your house is 30 years old? Tyler says, I sense a roofing sponsor is in the near future. I tried. I tried. Um, The tarantula farmer works for a roofing company. And uh, he tried to get the boss to, like, uh, sponsor the show. And I was like, oh, come on now. Fingers crossed. Roofing sponsor. Let's do this. It didn't work out. Sam the Jew says everything should have been replaced 20 years ago based on the rule of 20. Oh, if you say so. Uh, Ryan says, I got the same thing going on with one of my gutter tubes. Sprung a leak right at the ground level. Holes all over it. Really don't want to dig it. Uh, uh, Sam, I don't care. I, I I don't care, nor does anyone. Now he's adding, sorry, 10 years ago. Oops. How about uh, less conversation? How about, how about enjoy the show and quit making me worry more about shit that needs to be replaced? What are you doing? My God. I hope you enjoyed your Ramadan or whatever it is you celebrate. Uh, we had Easter at the house yesterday. Okay, let's talk the most important thing, the food. 
You got to go old school. You got to go uh, a spiral ham. Now, it is, it's foolproof. I mean, it's already cooked. You could just cut it out of the plastic and just start ripping hunks off of it. But you want, you want it, you want a hot meal, you know? Just throw that shit in the oven. And then uh, I like to cover it with tinfoil. And then, like, for about 30 minutes, tinfoil off. So you get a little crispy, crispy on the outside. And then at some point, you pull it out. And then you, like, uh, you know, put the, um, what that shit called? Glaze sauce. I don't know. The sugary shit on the outside. Like a, like a honey-baked cam almost, but it's not. I don't know how they make any Meyer, uh, money at Meyer because this spiral ham, um, if you went there like a few days prior to Easter, you're paying like $32. And then Diana bought it on Saturday and it was eight bucks. They look like took that much off. Like how the fuck? I guess it's kind of like, you know, eventually it's going to, you know, go bad. They have to get rid of it. Makes you wonder how much food actually gets wasted at a place like that. But, uh, no, it was awesome. Then we had the whole damn gang there, everybody. And, um, we had a kid Easter egg hunt for my grandkids and adult Easter egg hunt. And then the, the grandkids, hide the adult Easter eggs. And inside of the adult Easter eggs is like uh, little shooters of booze, uh, money, uh, uh, scratch lottery tickets. And we even had gold eggs, gold eggs. And like each of the, t- it's when I say money, it's like a buck or two. And then the gold ones have like $20 bills in them or some shit like that. I don't know. I had nothing to do with this. This is all a Diana thing. Um, so then Dinah says, all right, go hunt. And all these adults go flying out of the house. All my kids, spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends go flying out of the house. And they're looking for this shit. They're fighting over it. Oh my God. It was spectacular. Neighbors are looking at us. What an absolute event this was. Um, really, really great. Which I, by the way, I was just reading that at the White House, uh, the adult Easter egg hunt is going on, not adult, but the um, the White House Easter egg roll is going on uh, today uh, at the White House. And I don't even know what an Easter egg roll is. I think you have an egg on the ground and then um, I think you have like a, almost like a golf club thing and you got to roll the egg from one point to the other. And, you know, in my mind, I picture this to be like a three minute thing where you got like five kids. President comes out, says, how you doing? He says, Merry Christmas or something like that. And then they uh, they roll the things and then that's it. But no, this is a major deal. And I think this is like the first time they've had been able to do it in a little while because of COVID. Um, And they were talking about this on the Today Show today. And. I was like, what did I just hear? They have 30,000 eggs for this event. And I'm like, 30,000 eggs? Huh? 
How many people are doing this? Is this inside of a stadium? What the fuck? 30,000 divided by 12 is 2,500 a dozen eggs. Cost of eggs in Washington, D.C. is at $4.04 per. So we all just spent, of our money, tax dollars, $10,100 on eggs. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If I were the president, I would uh, I would cut corners. I would do I would do flat out like um, like redlining the, the the day I took office. Um, I would redline all the ridiculous things that we spend money on the stupid flyovers for the football games, uh, anything that has costs. So and I would get I would need to see dollar amounts estimated for every single one of those. Okay. And then I would uh, redline them all and then add up the dollar amount. And then when it adds up to like $15 billion of wasteful spending of stupid things, I would then do something productive with that money. Uh, God knows what. It would be something like feeding hungry people. Uh, something to do with uh, ending poverty. Or, uh, I don't know, uh, money back to the old folks. Fucking uh, tax benefits for you. Fucking hey, $10,100 for eggs. All right. This weekend at Bosco's Pub. I was, uh, uh, my God, I was doing my thing Friday, Saturday, and I walk in Saturday, and Dougie, you got, okay, there's three, three Dougs. There's Doug. The big guy. Uh, by the way, if you ever get out of line at Bosco's Pub, this is a bad idea. Doug is an absolute badass. Um, Jiu-jitsu and uh, amateur wrestling. Incredibly strong individual. Very, very powerful. And uh, used to be a bouncer. So this man knows... Everything there is to know about removing people from a bar. Uh, did you ever see that film Roadhouse with uh, Patrick Swayze? And everybody's like, I thought you'd be bigger. He's like that, but he actually looks like a bouncer. And then his son is Dougie, who another badass, a collegiate wrestler. And, I, you know... I don't want to be in the room when the wires uh, touch with Dougie. I uh, I am like, I got to work very, very hard to make sure that I always stay on this young man's good side. Okay? And I am. And it needs to stay that way. There's also uh, uh, Douglas Third. That's Dougie's son. Well, anyway... Dougie, you may have seen this. I posted it on my social media. First of all, he comes, uh, I walk up to him Saturday. He goes, yeah, I busted my ass. I go, what the fuck happened? And uh, There's this TV on the wall. And he was like making some type of adjustment to it. And I, I guess the uh, bench that he was standing on <laughs> kicked out 
from under his feet and down he went. So I go, holy shit, I'm, Jesus, you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. And then I hear him say, Dad, okay, why don't you check the uh, uh, security cameras and see uh, and see if it's on there? And it is. <laughs> and uh, so then a short time later, I, I hear I didn't know it was on there. Then all of a sudden I hear Big Doug laughing. <laughs> Just dying. Oh my God. Maureen says it looked like that hurt. Uh, audio check. Video check. Okay, so here he is, upper left. This is the bench that's going to fly out when he's stepping off of it. I fucking hate this place. The quote, I fucking hate this place. You hear Big Doug, what's the matter? Um, no worse for where he did hit his head. His, he said his hip was hurting more than anything, but <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, it seemed to get a lot of traction on Facebook. People checking that out. Sam, the juices that hurt me. His head actually hit something. And um, he was the one encouraging us to post it. So it's like, Eric, if you want us to talk about staying on his good side, maybe not post that. Maybe don't post that. But he was cool with it. It's all right. Uh, while I was there, uh, this young couple, well, I would say 35, come walking in. And uh, dude and his wife and... uh take a seat at the bar and uh, we're all playing trivia and you know you uh the way it is is your your phone is uh, is what you use as your answer pad or whatever and uh it's awesome so i'm competing with big doug and then uh the dude who came in he goes is this a version of dumber than zane trivia so he's figured out who i am and he we're having a good laugh ha ha yeah okay cool and uh Whatever, they're enjoying their uh, drinks and maybe having some food a little later on. And then a uh, short time later, I'm back in the uh, in the kitchen. And um, uh, Lindsay comes in. And it's all it's their whole family and me. That's who's working. Lindsay is the daughter. She comes in. And uh, Lindsay's great. Uh, she used to play soccer with Jackie. And she comes in. She, she says, hey, that couple at the bar. I go, yeah. And she goes, they would like a picture. I go, oh, well, that's fantastic. That makes that makes my heart feel good. I love that. And so I come in. I come walking over there, and I, I introduce myself, and I'm talking to them, and they're asking about, like, the podcast or something like that or talking about the old radio show. And uh, this is a this is a couple. The, the, the guy, Brett, uh, it's Brett and Rachel. Brett is like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't, I quit listening. Um, and, you know, one of those things um, didn't really uh, – want to listen anymore after doesn't listen now and 
Like, oh, yeah, you know, that happens. Those are good days, whatever. Yeah, who cares? And then <laughs> this kind of catches people off guard. Because I get people assuming this. I've had it happen more than once. So, uh, do you own this place? And then I always like, uh, I go, no, no, I make the French fries. Are you kidding me? I don't own the, no, I don't own this place. He goes, oh, and he kind of looks at me and, and I think some people are confused by that. And, um, I'm like, no, I, I, I don't really have, uh, I, I, I never feel the need to explain my motivation, uh, for doing what I, for working there. Um, and I don't know. I can just say that I, I enjoy it. Um, by all means, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't have to do that, but I like those people. I've known them for quite some time. And, um, so I, I think it was kind of, it was just kind of funny for him to say, Hey, are you the owner now? Oh no, no. Are you kidding me? I'm a fucking fry cook. I'm the actual lowest of the low here, but it's cool. I love it. In fact, I'll be there tonight again. Uh, come see me. Chris says they think you're flipping burgers to get by. Well, good. Good. I love that. Uh, to me, that all builds the mystique of, uh, of you know, I, I, I will be the one that actually grinds out the victory somehow. I, I will never, like, sit still. Uh, Ryan says, fine. After I go for a run after work, I'll stop by for a BJ and I will give you a BJ, a BJ burger. That is come see me in a way. I, I kind of am, I guess, because the money that I earn from Bosco's, um, you know, it, everything, everything helps. Um, when I, the, what I do now I've got my hands in about 50 different things um, in order to make a living. And it seems to work. I, I enjoy it. I know that. All right. Before we go any further, a reminder that this show is heard in its entirety, the free podcast, Monday through Friday for you. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. For those of you that are enjoying the show right now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm going to send you on your way. Make it a point, even right now, if you want to get the rest of the show, to uh, either download the Twitch app, T-W-I-T-C-H, and after you do that, search Eric Zane Live, and there I am. Make yourself a little username. You can contribute on the chat. And uh, that's the uh, home of the full free podcast, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. As always, after the show finishes, I upload the audio, which you can get on any podcasting platform. Just search Eric Zane show or Eric Zane show podcast on whatever platform that you like to listen to podcasts on Apple podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. I'm on all of them. And then you can uh, subscribe to that, rate it, review it, listen to your heart's content, whatever. Uh, send me an email if you want to chat, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter, at Eric Zane fan page on Facebook, 
at Eric Zane Show on Twitter and the YouTube page, Eric Zane Show. I know that's a lot. It's all on my website, ericzaneshow.com. But thanks. Thanks for being here and checking out the show. Okay. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That's where I will be um, after this show finishes. That is, of course, the follow-up to the free podcast every single day. Plus, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, Who Are These Zanes, which new episodes of that just premiered over the weekend. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, the Lost Zane recordings. And um, what else am I forgetting? Oh, the Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. And I'm uh, toying with the idea of um, adding a new show um, called Who Are These Free Beers? where I will review the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. Carl has me thinking about that from Who Are These Podcasts because um, I reviewed Free Beer and Hot Wings um, on Saturday for Who Are These Podcasts. And uh, Carl said, yeah, it's, it's, uh, he's talking about using that show in fair use and um, how he has to deal with the, the, the legality of that all the time and the way the law works. I can absolutely uh, review that show for an entirely different audience. So I'm pretty confident that there will be on Patreon uh, regular episodes of who are these free beers because of the fun that I had reviewing that show on who are these podcasts. In fact, I'm going to get to that in a second with some highlights of what we talked about. But before I do another thing, I uh, need to uh, mention to you that the open and live stream of the Eric Zane show podcast is brought to you by Berlin raceway with the season opening Saturday for the icebreaker. I wonder what the long-term, long-range forecast is. Long-term forecast. Because here we are Monday. All right. Oh, all right. Saturday, 74 degrees. This is going to be sweet. There is a chance for a thunderstorm, but I'm sure that'll be that'll be uh, less of a chance as you get closer. But all right, here we go. The icebreaker event is what it's called, and uh, you can get tickets for just five bucks. BerlinRaceway.com. They start at four during the spring, so they can get all the racing in. So if you're a family of eight, mom, dad, six kids, you can legit get away on spending just ten bucks. You pull in, you, the parking guys there, you're like, how much for parking? They go, it's free. You go, oh my God, it's free all year. You park the car. All eight of you walk up to the gate. You, but you got your tickets that you bought online for just five bucks a pop. I think they might be a little more at the gate. So buy them online, berlinraceway.com. You got your cooler of all your uh, snacks, uh, whatever the kids are eating, and uh, your drinks. No glass, no booze, and you can legit watch the races for 10 bucks a pop. Tim DeVos is trying to set the all-time win record, and uh, he's going to do it this year. He needs one win. He, uh, he's tied right now for the all-time lead. 
See some of your favorite local drivers at Berlin Raceway. <clears throat> and if you don't have a favorite one, go and you'll get a favorite one. Love that. Berlin Raceway. BerlinRaceway.com. Uh, in the spirit of competition, the Dirty Donut Bike Race is back for year number three. It's going to be bigger than ever. It happens in beautiful Martin, Michigan. The Dirty Donut Race, Saturday, June 3rd, 2023. There's a short 10-mile beginner race at 9.15 in the morning. You also have the 22-mile race, the 41-mile race, and the 61-mile race. Uh, Man, I'm telling you, this is going to be a lot of fun. A portion of the proceeds benefit Make-A-Wish. And if you sign up, when you're checking out, use the code ZANE23, Z-A-N-E-2-3, and you'll save 10% off of your admission cost. So you go to DirtyDonutRace.com. The 10-mile beginner race is uh, 29 bucks if you're 16 and under, 49 bucks age 17 and up, Uh more of a cost for the 22, 41, and 61-mile races. All the details at DirtyDonutRace.com. And thank you to Dan Frazier uh, for being a wonderful partner. You can uh, go there and sign up. Uh, Dirty Donut Race, uh, they've, of course, featured here on the live stream. I promote them on my social media. Talk about them now. They have your old pal Eric Zane's logo all over the place. And uh, my voice is used uh, to make the big announcements to have the start of the race. And I'm on the T-shirt. It's awesome. Thank you. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh, my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. 
Uh, Aram says concerning who are these podcasts, I picture Eric in a free beer costume doing the imitations of free beer. Chris says, if you're bagging on smug beer, all you got to do is talk about how you get laid by a college girl all the time. Good Lord. Kenny with an excellent idea. Maybe you could live stream a first person view of you working at Bosco. Show some behind the scenes action from the kitchen or something. That's actually fun. I like that. At the very least, I could wear my GoPro and just uh, record it and then post it. This is what it's like working at Bosco's. Uh, all right. Before I continue, um, I do want to mention Jeremy out the door at Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. First off, if you already have a pool and you don't want the hassle of opening it up, Call Jenison Pool and Spa Depot, 616-457-0500. Schedule your opening. If there's anything wrong with the pool or your hot tub, call Jenison Pool and Spa Depot, 616-457-0500. If you want to buy a hot tub, go to Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. Uh, the actual brick-and-mortar Location is full of hot tubs. Dozens for you to choose from. It's just wall-to-wall hot tubs. They have all the chemicals and pool supplies and hot tub supplies that you need. But if you want to install an in-ground pool in your backyard, 616-457-0500 for Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. Reach out and get a consultation. Takes a little bit of time, handful of minutes inside of the store. You can get a vinyl lined or a fiberglass lined in-ground pool. 616-457-0500. Okay, hold that thought. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. Little too much coffee this morning. Chris says, I sent you a flattering picture of Smug Beer from their live show. Look. If you're going to bust Free Bear about his chins, you got to understand, I got them too. That hap- that seems to be happening uh, with more ease. So I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can get behind making fun of a, uh, a fucking fat chins because I better leave that one alone because it's kind of like, hey, pot, kettle, nice to meet you. Want to get into this. The whole gender thing, uh, several posts that took, uh, that I posted in the last week, I had the, um, we had the kid rock one where it was, um, you know, him waging war with shooting the Bud Light cans. That was one thing. And it's like, well, what's he saying there? Is he saying he doesn't like Bud Light, uh, acting all as people say woke and using that as an insult or does he hate people who are transgender i we i mean we don't know and then uh you followed it up with that with uh and then so he banned bud light or whatever and then uh travis tritt of all people said i am i am also banning bud light i i am removing all anheuser-busch products from hospitality for my tours and it's like oh that's not really a who cares but um 
So, you know, all these people are like using this as an opportunity to uh, establish themselves with like-minded people who um, have, a, have a problem with people who are transgender or, or gay. Yeah, uh, side note, Kenny, it says, uh, is there any audio for anyone else? I've got nothing. I think he's, I think he was struggling. So Travis Tritt does all that. And uh, I went ahead and, and posted a picture of Travis Tritt from the 1980s dressed like a lady. And uh, before that, I had posted a picture of Kid Rock drinking a Bud Light, standing next to some uh, uh, drag queen or whatever the fuck it was. And that's all it takes. You just got to show the picture. Then Kid Rock, I think he uh, he amped it up quite a bit. On Easter Sunday, he posts this. First, we overlook evil. Then we permit evil. Then we legalize evil. Then we promote evil. Then we celebrate evil. Then we persecute those who still call it evil. Woe unto them who call evil good and good evil. Kid Rock is is quoting the bible kid fucking rock is quoting the bible ladies and gentlemen i saw that and i wrote on this beautiful easter i pray not for world peace not for an end to hunger not to not for tolerance and love but that your grandchild changes gender oh my god would that be spectacular uh left it right there and then uh, everybody uh, kicked that around um, I seem to be having an easier time uh, navigating these wars with these people these days. Um, and I think slowly over time, those people are either leaving me and not following or I'm, I'm banning them when they say something super shitty um, because I'm getting less. And I'm actually, my Facebook followers are actually actually increasing quite a bit. So I think I'm, I'm kind of like... Um, uh, uh, getting, you know, that whole ilk, the, uh, uh, former Zaniac type of brain capacity, that type of shit is, is leaving. Now, when people weigh in and they, they do say something shitty about transgender people, I have to resist the urge to ban them. I'm actually letting them be known, letting them play their hand and be seen and heard. And then you all, um, you know, offer the counterpoint or tell them to fuck off or whatever it is you tell them. And uh, I kind of stay out of it for the most part, you know, um, I don't want to get banned again. The second I start talking on there, I end up getting banned, but there, there's a lot of uh, really, really fucked up things being said whenever I make these posts from people who are remarkably bigoted. And, um, you know, uh, I, I just can't, I just can't handle that. Um, one though that caught my eye was, um, was interesting. It, it doesn't really, it, it's really strange how this unfolded and you need to try. I'm trying to figure out, uh, how this person was able to take this poorly because I had a person who I guess, uh, used to like me and then stopped liking me and gave up on the podcast. And I did not know that. I don't, I, I mean, obviously I don't know. He didn't, I don't remember this person saying anything. I, I mean, I, how would I know? But this person takes the time to say, 
Hey, you know, I, I like this opinion that you're sharing. It's, it's, see, I think I got to give your podcast another try here. And I was like, oh, well, that's, that's kind of cool. I, it's great. And, uh, this is what Derek wrote. Now, Derek is a, uh, is a top fan here. You see on, uh, on Facebook. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that Derek likes me. I mean, you can be a top fan and participate and actually not like me. Because it just gives you the little top fan emblem when you are uh, engaging with whatever is on Facebook enough. And then I, I post those and say, hey, thanks for being my top fan. So when I see Derek write, congratulations, Zane. It is pleasant to see you finally coming from around to see the light. I am going to have to give your show a second look. So I thought that that was a nice message and... um no intention to be snarky i i wrote oh my god i never knew you left with laughy emojis um i'm not sure what happened next but i'm pretty sure that what i wrote there oh my god i never knew you left with laughy emojis was taken poorly (laughs) because right after that i see he responds now i'm expecting to hear Oh, no big deal. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to the show. Or, uh, yeah, or I left because you had a dumb view about this thing and, and whatever. But now I'm back. That's what I'm expecting to see, you know? And this guy's poor guy writes, Good. I guess there is no reason to come back. And now I will make it an effort to avoid your sponsors. Wait. What happened? I wrote, I'm confused. What's going on? I was being serious. I wasn't aware you had stopped listening. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and I, so I was like, I can't win. I just can't win. I don't know. Love Brandis. She says, I wish I could love this one million times. My uh, post about Kid Rock. Uh, I don't think there was one person that was having a hard time with my opinion about Kid Rock. Which makes me happy. But I, I was actually like, God damn it. How the fuck could that guy take that that poorly? I mean, what did I do? What the fuck? And then I'm like, do I send him a direct message? Like, well, no, don't, fuck it. It's... <sighs> so annoying. Tyler says, good, then you won't miss me because now I'm not listening again. <laughs> Come on, man. So then I'm like, well, do I block him? Do I, do I like put him in his place? And I'm like, ah, fuck it. He'll come around again. And then I like, I, I, I look at his image and I like, see, okay, does he look? stupid or something does he look unintelligent no no he doesn't he looks to be normal looks like he's a family man what how the fuck come on knock it off the fuck is wrong with you all right uh why don't i get into a little bit about uh who are these podcasts 
So it was their 400th episode. And um, they featured Free Beer and Hot Wings before. I did. I was not in on that. I've never. I've never featured Free Beer and Hot Wings before. Um, at the time when they first um, beat Free Beer and Hot Wings up uh, during their years of doing a show, um, I was still in a hey, I better leave them alone, and I'd like to one day uh, be able to. Go out for a cup of coffee one day. I think I was in the middle of that period of politeness. So I had nothing to do with it. Well, as you all know, uh, that is all out the window. And uh, so I'm like, well, if I'm going to have an opportunity to be on Who Are These Podcasts and to celebrate the 400th episode, I get to pick the worst show covered on Who Are These Podcasts. I am going to go with the one I know best, the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. So that was my job. Um, a couple of things I wanted to share from that. And by the way, I am seriously considering a show on Patreon where I do this exact thing. Review shows of free beer and hot wings. But I'm trying to figure out like if it's myself and Ben or myself and someone else if it's a different co-host every time. Um, and I think that if I do it, I would have to give my co-host, all right, you need to listen and you need to pull clips too. So that I would pull clips and whoever would be my partner for the for that week or that month or whatever. Because here's the problem. I also, I'm getting to a point where there's, I'm so busy that, Time is a factor when it comes to making these shows. So I've got a number of clips I'd like to share with you. The one I want to start with is um, Freebeard talking about his wife. Ryan says, I'd do it. I'll fucking do it. Uh, Ryan says, I really enjoyed the show as well. Big fraud Zane love the teardown on their useless intros. You know, let's start there. Um, they do intros that are pointless, boring, and dumb that just eat up time. Now, um, I used to make these. And I think that they were kind of pointless, boring, and dumb then. But at the time, they seemed to make sense. But if I had to do it over again, I wouldn't do that. They've, it's passe. And a lot of times, they just don't make much sense. Here is a, um, here is a, what's called a rejoin. All right, the music plays. It says, hey, welcome to the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. And then this happens.
Starting right now, the guys promise not to make fun of anyone anymore. I have pepperoni nipples, and I know all my husband's friends know about it because they say weird things. Do they look like fresh pepperoni or that one that's off the edge of the pizza that burns and gets real crispy and weird? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, those are good, but I don't want to stare at them. Or the cheap pepperonis that shrink into little bowls when you cook them. Oh, yeah. Are your nipples filled with pizza grease? Right. Now back to the free beer and hot wing show. Excessive joke tagging is part of the problem with that. I figured that they needed an alternate version of the intro. So this was produced. Starting right now, the guys promise not to make fun of anyone anymore. All right, we got an email here from Kayla. Uh, she writes, my husband says my vagina looks like roast beef. Yeah. <laughs> now, are we talking Arby's roast beef? Yeah. Uh, maybe a beef and cheddar? Yeah. Or perhaps something you get at side of the beef carver? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe over at the grocery store you make it at home. Yeah. I like that kind of roast beef. Wow. As you know, Freebird loves to brag about getting sex. This is so strange to me because that's so not the Greg that I knew. The Greg that I knew would not be willing to discuss that type of thing. He would leave a little to the imagination. And I don't know why that suddenly changed. I I honestly believe that he likes talking about those things that his the new uh young girl that he's married to now um does to make him happy just to piss off amanda um so this is an example of that and by the way uh greg he would never dream of talking about this the greg i knew and i guess he's constantly like uh uh, uh eating edibles now that is so such a departure Oh, my God. Anyway, this is, uh, listen to how passive-aggressive this is. Greg talking about what his new wife does for him. I'm Freebeer, one of the hosts. And I hope every, this is, I mean, this is bragging. But I hope that when you find someone, you find someone that completes you like I did. Someone who wants to have sex with you. Someone who's smart. Someone who's funny. Someone who's supportive. That's what I have. That couldn't be more of saying, I hate my ex. She never had sex with me. She wasn't supportive. She didn't complete me. She wasn't funny. Holy shit. Is that great? Um, let's see. They did a segment. Hey, uh, give us a call. I need a subtle sign that someone is rich, even though they don't flaunt it. So, like, for 20 minutes, people are calling up and saying, uh, they got an in-ground pool. Uh, I mean, that's it. And so there was no laughs, but I went ahead and took a 20-minute version and made it down to 20 seconds. Uh, of of that segment. And this is how it sounded. Families that go on ski trips. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who goes sailing. Yeah. I would say anybody who puts in a new in-ground pool. Yeah. People who do dry cleaning for everything. Yeah. 
white pants. Yeah. <laughs> Having a sailboat. Yeah. Leasing a car. Yeah. A perfect smile and brilliantly white teeth. <laughs> Golf like two or three times a week. Yeah. Uh, Kelly on the show is, a, is quite polarizing. Now, um, I don't think that anything that she actually says is... Um, is bad. I think she actually provides a lot of fun insight to the show that I, I have said this. I've always maintained that they didn't need Joe anymore because they have her. Um, she's a potster lover or a hater. She is going to get attention and you have to have that. I mean, for as many people that liked me on that show, there's a lot who hated me, but they'd still listen. And that's what you want. You have to have that. So I honestly have a, uh, I don't have really any, any real complaints about her, but there's a couple things that I've picked up on that are a little bit, that kind of grate on my nerves a little bit. And I, and for the longest time I couldn't quite place it, but then after doing a, a little bit of really listening closely, I was able to pinpoint the two problems. One is when she's speaking normal, she sounds fine. She's got a, a deep, smoky voice. It's actually uh, quite sexy, in my opinion. I like that type of voice. But when she gets excited or laughs, it gets very um, squeaky and, and airy and, and weird. And I have a supercut of uh, that right here. <laughs> That's so expensive. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, Creepy. I remember what though? <laughs> Jesus. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it was a little noxious. That's so expensive. <laughs> are you, are you, you, are you feeling me? She also struggles with words that have, uh, are creak, croak, crack is creak, croak, crack. Very strange to me. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. For crust. Cripple. What the fuck? Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. For crust. Cripple. I have never heard that ever. And I don't know... I, well, um, I don't even know if that's something that can be corrected. Is there a term for that? Tyler says it's Jackie Green's voice combined with Bethany. Maureen says Kelly's voice annoys the hell out of me. Air fryer. Amanda says, I like what that dude on who are these podcasts, that would be Carl, says there's a term for it. It's called crackhead. Ryan says, oh my God, what is that? Play that again. (laughs) That's so expensive. That's not the one. Sorry, wrong clip. Kelly's letter R supercut. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. For crust. Cripple. 
Now, when you're listening to the show with all of the other words in the sentence, it just kind of goes right by you. And then, but then something, it's like, wait, what did I just hear? What, what was that? What, what? And then I figured it out. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Cars. Oregon. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. Four. Crust. Cripple. It's like her tongue's in the wrong spot when she's saying saying those. Kenny says, I'm going to throw my phone. So incredible is incredible. Something's happening there. And I I, I think that if um, this is painful, is that the mom on Family Guy a little bit? (laughs) Incredible is incredible. Crack is crack. Oregon is Oregon. Cars is cars. I think she's she's, she's like, um, you know that, you know, in those pornos where the guy puts the dick so far in that the girl's throat goes. I think that's what's happening. It makes that weird type of guttural noise. Cars, cars, crack, crack. Hold on. Cars. Cars. Christmas. Christmas. Incredible. Incredible. New York. New York. Come to Oregon. Come to Oregon. Come here. Come here. Temperature. Temperature. Algorithms. Algorithms. Incredible. Incredible. Fork, crust, cripple. Fork. Fork. I can't do it. Fork does not have two syllables. Incredible. Fork, crust. Fork. Cripple. Fork, crust, cripple. <laughs> yeah, I think we're getting a, a, a more of a definition on, on what this is. Uh, Tyler says it's a slight cock gagging sound going on there. Fuck me. Oh, no. Where is she from originally? Might be a dialect thing. I don't know. And I think we need to get a speech pathologist on here to break it down for us. What's happening? With Come to Oregon. Uh, so that had to be featured. Carl from Who Are These Podcasts said he will never get hard again. Um, in in this cut, they did a uh, topic. Hey, uh, call us up with facts that will... Bl- hey, call us up with facts that will blow our mind. And listen to how painful this uh, uh, peters out. When uh, this guy gives a so-called fact and 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 no one responds, it just kind of lays there. Jason in Appleton, Wisconsin. Hello, Jason. Give us a fact that will blow our mind. So in uh, 1895, there were two cars in Ohio. That's it. And they happened to get into an accident with each other. Two cars and they smashed into I've each seen other. This yeah, before. that sounds about right. Yeah, that is uh, that's sad. Thank you, Jason. How is that entertaining? 
the first thing I thought as soon as I heard this drip making this stupid factoid, I was like, yeah, thanks. You told that story so well. Oh my God. I'm so thrilled. You know, no one, no one there is going to do that anymore. They just, the audience just has a carte blanche to go on the air, boringly tell something. And then they go, wow, well, that one's sad. Okay. Next. Come on guys. This one, this guy gives a factoid. And uh, Hot Wings uh, drops the hammer with some comedy on this one. Jordan joins us. Hello, Jordan. What is the fact that hey, we blow our mind? Good. Um, water does not conduct electricity. Listen to that pause. I didn't. I didn't do that. That's how much conduct electricity. Is it the impurities in water that do? It is the minerals and the impurities in water. If you remove everything from water, it becomes an insulator. Cool. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't either. I, yeah, I would not have known that. Huh, wow. I didn't know that. That's something. Well, there you go. The more you know, guys. That's pretty wild. Thank you. That's pretty wild. Did you hear that? It's pretty wild. Thank you, Jordan. That was a good one. That was a good one, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So if you really want to get get one of your enemies and throw some gold flakes into the water. <laughs> what? You'll really get them then. <laughs> I added that. Uh, that that was the big laugh of Free Bear that I added. Oh my god! Uh, same thing. More facts. I labeled this as Great Lakes facts with some stunning, awkward moments. After five people in the room, nobody has anything to say. Rick, listening in Lansing on WMMQ. What do you got, Rick? But you know, honestly. I, there, there is nothing to say. I mean, what do you, big fucking deal. People have so-called facts. Why do people, why do you have to do this? And you, the last thing you want to do is put fucking people on the air. The audience isn't listening to hear Rick and Lansing give us a fact. Do something interesting, you dipshit. Lake Superior holds as much water as the other four Great Lakes combined, plus three more Lake Eries. Holy moly. The reactions to these. Wow. That's wild. Holy moly. I mean, I know it's that's a lot of fresh water. Deep. That is yeah. a lot of fresh water. Yeah, it was deep. I'm going to send some of that to the West. Well, I don't really want to, but no offense to the West, but it's gonna probably going to need to happen someday. Uh, thank you, Rick. I'll listen to this pause, and then Free Beer realizes no one has anything. Uh, thank you, Rick. These are good facts. These are good facts. These are good facts. These are good facts. Yeah. They're strong. Strong facts. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. They should have said, all right, Kelly, say, make some weird noises. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. Four crust. Cripple. <laughs> That's so expensive. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, free beer. I remember what, though? <laughs> Jesus. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it was a little obnoxious. That's so expensive. Cole says the phone calls used to be good when they would tell people how stupid they are and hang up on them. That's what made the show different. Now they're just basic local boarding show. Hey, it's, it's horrible. 
Yeah, thanks. That was great. Uh, Kenny says, yeah, okay, great. Make some choking on cock sounds. Cock algorithm. All again. Cock. Chris in Maine says, your firing was the greatest thing that ever happened to you. Aram says, there is absolutely no way this radio show is growing. I beg to differ. Tyler says, her new name is Chelly, Kelly Chokes on Dick. You might be the funniest commenter on this fucking live stream. God damn it, that's great. Kelly chokes on dick. Amanda says, I loved it when Zane would hang up on people and call them out on their shit. I did too. That was great. Uh, if Kelly, if I were there and Kelly was there and she was saying, I would be, as soon as she would talk, I go, uh, um, yeah, I, Here's the thing. The reason why that show continues to grow is the price. If you bought a radio station in any town in the United States and you wanted to put their show on, you know how much it would cost you? Zero. Zero dollars. You would give them three minutes of inventory an hour, which means they would sell their own commercial and fill those spots. And for every, uh, inc- okay, let's say they have a potential audience of 3 million people because of the markets that they're in. And they charge $700 uh, to Coca-Cola per minute to advertise on their show. These are all hypothetical numbers. I don't know the actual numbers. If they go, if they increase the audience by 10000 what was $700 is now $730. And then you do the math. If you have three avails, they're called avails, three minutes an hour to put your own commercials in that your own staff sells. That's Compass. Uh, times um, four or five hours a day. That's um, 12 to 15 avails a day at 730 per. And that's how you make your money. That's called straight barter. You're bartering the show. Now, when we started doing the show, we would get those avails and we'd get a fee. Stations would pay a fee directly to Eric, Greg, Chris, which we would divide three ways. Like New Jersey in particular was uh, one of our earliest stations. They would pay a lot of money between 80 and a hundred thousand dollars to have the show on. And we would divide that money three ways. We were making a fucking fortune. And uh, then when Peter got involved, slowly but surely, those fees went away. And the show became a bona fide bargain free show. Especially for these super small towns. They don't have any money. So it's become the go-to for impoverished radio stations that just need to get something on the air. Now, with a little luck, 
the show will catch on like it did in Green Bay, Wisconsin, which is a, a it's like no one lives in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, Ryan says it's so cheap it beats paying uh, paying two people fourteen dollars an hour to talk about local traffic and weather, and of course sometimes paying those people insurance or uh, paying for their parking. You're right; it's it makes perfect sense. So that means um, the show is growing, but I mean, it's obvious it's getting worse. <laughs> That's so expensive. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, Freebier. remember what though? <laughs> Jesus. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it was a little obnoxious. That's so expensive. I can't even do it. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. Four crust. Cripple. What the fuck? Uh, we had to feature some hot wings laugh talking. My God, did I toss tons of logs in a period of time. And so, so 90 foot cherry tree. Pay for this. Getting to the thick part. I need a bigger chainsaw. 24 inches in diameter. Discs and people can have them or something. Here, make a little table out of this. Sounds kind of pointless. He can't go unscathed. He has to, he has to take some type of uh, abuse for that. All right. So it was fun doing that show uh, with uh, two other, three other players, Carl, Trucker Andy, and I forget the the young lady's name. They called her something, uh, something tight box, which is just weird. She was sitting there looking right at it. Super cute. And uh, her, her, her name is tight box. What the fuck? Check out the full show. Cole says, do they still do a Friday flashback or a flashback or a Zane and Joey race from their history currently? Uh, I, I don't know if they do the Friday flashback. Um, they do include me on the um, uh, pre-beer and hot wings bits. I'll be on it, but they don't say Eric introduces blind Tony or... Uh, they they don't say me by name, but they put me in there, which is, uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, I think what is more weird is that when they start the show, the first hour is all old bits, which Joe is in those. And I mean, it's one thing if you include me in it, but um, I don't know why they continue to put Joe in those bits. Uh you know, there are some devastatingly swirling bits of information about Joe that uh, if I'm them, I don't want to be associated with that in any way. Very strange. Ryan says they've made it a very safe show. They fill airtime with safe content that couldn't possibly move a needle, but it gets the job done and no one complains. And uh, that's not true, though. Um, it more than moves the needle. I uh, Their ratings in Grand Rapids are astounding. It's, it's never, it's quite a run. When we started in 04, that signal, 97.9, was in the dumper. 
and we brought it back. And within a year and a half, we were number one. And they've never not been since. Never not been since. Now, some would argue it's um, habit. I don't know. I don't know. Um, As shitty as it is now, it is undeniable. And make no mistake, if we had built that show to where it was and then all of a sudden we had to do less work and not try as hard and still have the same success in our home market, you better believe I'm going to do that. Hell, we we did. For the two uh, final two years of that show, we didn't do fucking squat. We'd walk. It was just fucking four in the door. Walk in. Yeah, whatever. Make fun of hot wings. Beat the shit out of him. Uh, get annoyed that free beers, uh, uh, m- more handsomely paid than we were because he's a crybaby bitch and then leave. Amanda says they have them on in my plant at work. I hate it. Oh yeah. Aram says it has to be a big share of a much smaller audience. Perhaps I don't have the cube, the cube numbers. I have quarter hour ratings, which is what they sell. But if you have a 25 share of a hundred thousand people, that's one thing. If you have a 25 share of 40,000 people, it's considerably less people listening. So you're right. You need to look at the cube numbers. Cumulative audience. But what I just played for you wholeheartedly sucks. I listened to every minute of the show that I pulled, which was last Thursday, and it's an absolute pile of shit. GRD was just blasted in ratings by a non-commercial Christian station. Happens all the time. Doesn't matter. Sir Bob says, sadly, it's still better than any other morning show in my area. All right. You won't believe it. Your old pal EZ has to take a leak again. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. The reviews are in on your old pal EZ on who are these podcasts. We go to the good ones now. No, we don't go to the good ones. You go to the bad ones. Trigger warning, Eric Zane. Leonard writes, God almighty, I can't stand this unfunny tryhard. His pre-made bits are more embarrassing than Steven Crowder's. I didn't know that was possible. He, uh, Carl's got producer Chris and Andy on. Why a third fucking host? Uh... Then, uh, I don't know, I wrote, yeah, thanks, or whatever. This person writes, stop vomiting on the mic, Eric Zane. No one liked it when shitty DJs did it, and no one likes it when shitty podcast hosts do it. The fuck? You can accuse me a lot of things, but I don't think you can accuse me of being a puker. Uh, Leonard adds, this is a good one. You fucking stink. Stop shitting up my favorite podcast. I never would have heard of you in my life if not for who are these podcasts. And there's a damn good reason. Fuck. (laughs) 
You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Ah, 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 the facts of life. Uh, Anthony Cumia got into a fight with Bill Burr. I didn't know anything about this, uh, but Anthony from Opie and Anthony back in the day, I think he's imploding. He went to the comedy store. No, where is it? I don't know. Some fucking comedy place in uh, New York. And Bill Burr was there, and Amy Schumer was there, and Anthony's sitting around, and uh, Schumer walks in, and uh, Anthony's buddy used to work with him, Club Soda Kennedy. Uh, Club Soda Kenny is doing security for Schumer and Bill Burr. And um, I didn't know there was a problem, but Anthony says that Robert Kelly went up to him and said, you got to fix this shit with Burr. And so with that stuck in his brain, he sees Bill and he goes walking up to him to say, Hey, how you doing? And Burr has club soda. Kenny throw Anthony out. He threw him out of the place, like chest bumped him to get the fuck out of here. And Burr says, you come up to me talking to me after you said that about my wife, you motherfucker. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know what, what this is all about. Then I heard a clip that Anthony, when he was on a show with, um, what's that Proud Boys asshole? What's his name again? Gavin McInnes, who's a very funny, entertaining person, but also a psychopath. Um, And these two idiots are on there talking about black women and, and the whole idea of black guy with a white chick and white chick with a black guy. And they're, they're very simple minded views as to why this is. And it's it's super dumb. And then Anthony says about Bill's wife, who he's friends with Bill. Bill has credited the start of his career to Opie and Anthony. Like when they would do their uh, the virus comedy tours when Bill was just starting to catch on as a comic, it was really kicked into high gear when he would do those shows, the virus comedy tour. So Anthony says, sorry, Bill, but uh, I just don't find your wife attractive. And I didn't even know this, uh, but Bill's wife, who I think is, I think is, incredibly attractive is black. I didn't, I didn't even have any idea that that was a thing. I didn't know that bill was married to a, to a black lady. And Anthony says that about his fucking wife. And I'm like, you're such a fucking idiot. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do that? So that was it. You know, I mean, if you, if someone says something about his wife, he's not going to want to associate with them anymore. So I, I find it incredibly nervy for Anthony to then approach him the other day at the comedy club in New York. What the fuck? You idiot. Oh my God. Shit. Nick says club soda. Kenny's such a traitor club. Soda wouldn't have any of these jobs without O and a, well, maybe, but I don't know why he's a traitor if Anthony's going to be an asshole. 
Uh, Nick says, nah, Bill was giving Anthony the snub ever since he was fired from Sirius XM. Oh, now that I didn't know. But still, going after the guy's wife? And Anthony, when he was describing what had happened, um, he never said anything about what he actually said or what Bill... He didn't give me any of the history. He just said he went up to Bill. I get, Maybe he was assuming... Everyone knew it, but I didn't know it. But that's fucked up. I still say it's fucked up. Yeah, no idea why he was giving him the snub. But holy shit, he gets thrown out of the fucking club. I need, if I ever get a chance to sit down with Anthony again, I want to say, so can you, from your perspective, explain to me what brought this on? Why did you, first of all, why, why did you feel compelled to say that about his wife? And how did you think that was going to go? And why did you approach him like that? And I, cause when he was setting it up, he's like, yeah, I was a little drunk the other night. Oh God. Come on, man. All right. Kanye West is being sued. Actually, before I get to that, because I only got 27 minutes left in this show, I need to mention my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Get your cars repaired at Irvine, 616-532-6600 today. You know, Nick, I was just thinking, maybe he distanced himself, uh, snubbed him because of Anthony has really, really dug into the whole racist thing. I mean, he has planted his flag so deep in that whole mindset. It's, it's, let's be honest here. That is ugly. Okay. Not so ugly that, uh, I will stop doing my show on compound media, but I'll at least mention it on my shows on compound that Anthony's a fucking idiot for all this shit. And they tell me to keep making shows. So whatever. Uh, so I think that that, actually may have something to do with it too. Bill's trying to have a fucking career working for Disney. Um, and you can't have, uh, uh, be sidled with pals who are talking all that racist shit that Anthony pulls is fucking crazy. Watch today. I get a call. Yeah. Don't do any more shows for us. I'll be like, ah, one less thing to do. Uh, Irvine, six, one, six, five, three, two, 6,600. A and E, heating and cooling. Here we go. Warm days coming. Get the AC tuned. Reach out to A and E, heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. If if you live in West Michigan, of course. Anywhere in the U.S., when you need a mortgage, call the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Maine, Hawaii, and South Carolina. 231-332-6505. And then, of course, Sarah Honda Granville. Test drive a new Honda today. They are on Kenawa Avenue, just north of 44th. S-E-R-R-A, Sarah, HondaGranville.com. Test drive a new Honda and then have a conversation about how long you want to pay on it for or maybe you're paying cash if you're 
cash heavy. You'll be like, ah, we four years, five years. Give me the six years. Give me the six years. Uh, they also have a, Michigan's largest selection of certified pre-owned vehicles, which are like new, still under warranty, not nearly as expensive. Year or two old. If uh, you just want a piece of shit that'll get you to work, go in the back behind the buildings where the budget cars are. I call it shit box row. Sarah Honda Granville, S E R R A Honda Granville.com. Former teachers suing Kanye West school. Donda Academy is what it's called. Kanye banned chairs. He would feed the kids only sushi. Now, I don't know if that's enough for a lawsuit, but. Nick says Bill's wife did not like Anthony's tweets or political views. Well, there you go. No one should like Anthony's tweets or political views. I'm team Bill's wife. All right, here we go. And with that new lawsuit against Kanye West's Donda Academy. Good evening, everyone. I'm Carolyn Johnson. And I'm Kathy Vara. Tonight we are hearing from a former employee. You hear her voice? That is a puker. She's got like this. Of the school, NBC4's Macy Jenkins live in our newsroom now with these wild allegations. Macy. Look at that chick in the background. It looks like she's wearing a long shirt with no underwear. Hi, Kathy and Carolyn. Well, listen, according to the lawsuit, two former teachers noticed multiple health and safety violations, as well as strict rules they found bizarre for a school with children. Now, they claim Kanye West did not. What kind of a moron would send their kid to, Ka- to Kanye West school? Not allowed chairs, didn't like classes on the second floor, didn't allow utensils or. The reason why they didn't allow classes on the second floor. I sure hope they go. They get specific about that. Student artwork in color. But we didn't even have silverware for the children. They ate with their hands. That is ridiculous. Educator Cecilia Haley and her daughter, Chikari Byers, suing private Christian school Donda Academy and its founder, Kanye West, claiming discrimination and multiple labor code violations. Chaos does not work in education. Haley was hired as a substitute back in November. In January, she was promoted to a full-time second and third. Look at that dump. Look at that shithole. teacher. And I was really honored that Donda offered me a contract to stay and teach for the academic year. But right away, she says she started to see red flags. We'd find medications on top of the microwave. No sign in, no sign out sheet. So people from off the street could just come into the school. We're not supposed to do any kind of crossword puzzles. In the complaint, there are claims that students were being subject to severe bullying, that the school didn't have any janitorial services, and that the only lunch available for students was sushi every single day they would just go all day not eating because a lot of kids just don't eat raw sushi i'm only going off of what i've heard that this is what kanye wanted she says she believes many of the parents and staff members were starstruck and unwilling to speak up i told my principal that i did want to speak to kanye personally she told me that that would not happen and if i did he would fire me then last month she and her daughter were suddenly served with termination letters in the school's parking lot with no explanation the lawsuit claims the two women who are both black were fired in retaliation for speaking up about what haley describes as an unsafe educational environment.
And if he's going to run a school, he needs to get people in place that he cannot control that are that um, are going to do the right thing. And he needs to listen to them. Now, Haley's attorney claims that the mother and daughter pair were the only two black female teachers at Donda, and they say they were labeled as aggressive, not taken seriously by the school's leadership. We tried reaching out to both Kanye West and the Donda Academy for a statement on the lawsuit, but we have not heard back from them. Live in the newsroom tonight, Macy Jenkins, NBC4 News. Kanye's kind of become like a, uh, a real-life version of, uh, of Clayton Bigsby. The Chappelle character. He he hates black people, I think. Except, you know, he's not blind. What kind of sushi? Crunchy, spicy tuna, miso soup on the side. Tyler said, is anyone really surprised? The school started by Kanye's fucking weird. More about Kanye. Didn't allow chairs, crossword puzzles, or coloring at his private Christian school. I guess he didn't like school uh, class on the second floor because, quote, Kanye doesn't like going up a, a set of stairs. Well, it's not like he's there. This is a K through 12 school. Can you imagine if you're a kid and you have to spend K through 12 at that fucking school? You would come out and be so ready to shoot up a school. This would be a factory of making school shooters. Uh, They attempted to contact Kanye and the school. Nobody's, Nobody's answering. I can't believe it's still open. Can't believe there's anybody that would say, yes, this is where I want my kids to go to school. The school was locked from the outside during the day. Kids were forced to stay inside, including for lunch and recess. The suit also asserts everyone was required to wear black from head to toe. And only Kanye's apparel was allowed to be worn with the Nike and Adidas brands banned. Kids had to sit on foam cushions instead of chairs or stand while teachers had to stand or sit on a stool. My God. What an absolute shit show. Uh, side note, I saw a, uh, a, it was like a TikTok video, maybe an Instagram video of uh, a bunch of kids playing outside. And the narrator on it was saying, studies have shown that the quote unquote troublemaker in the school setting, whenever the class is in a nature setting, and allowed to, allowed to like roam free that the quote unquote troublemaker becomes the leader, not just not a troublemaker anymore, but the leader of them. I thought that was the fucking coolest thing I could, I heard because uh, how often is it? Cause that was me. I was so fucking bored and all I wanted to do was fuck around in school.
And I wish that we had that type of mindset. And I don't even think we have that type of mindset now to take, take kids out of the classroom more often. But that setting is the fucking worst to learn anything. My God. I heard another thing talking about how um, uh, grading in schools is may not. This is all very new age, but it kind of made sense to me that actual uh, making kids pass based on grades and testing, testing, testing is antiquated. And should be obsolete. I'm like, hmm, why? It's like, well, I mean, it isn't so much testing. It's can can you just assess what they're learning based on the teacher's interactions with them, what they're displaying? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Something that I'm interested in. I'm interested in hearing more about that type of education as opposed to test, 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 uh, study, study, study. I, I don't know if that's a... I don't know if that's conducive to learning to every student. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's, I don't think education should be a one size fits all for every kid. You know, Tyler says Donda Academy shaping young minds into mass shooters. Nick says, is Eric Zane like sushi? You better believe it. You better believe I like sushi. I was a late bloomer on sushi. But no, I do. Uh, Diane and I go out all the time. There's one particular place that has the best sushi. It's a chain restaurant in uh, Granville called Sakura. Hands down, the best sushi I've had. And I try to go to a lot of sushi places in town. And some of them, uh, it's all presentation and you overpay for it. Sakura can be that way because the prices are slowly but surely going up. But you can get some sweet, awesome, inexpensive uh, rolls there at Sakura. S-A-K-U-R-A across the street from the mall on 44th Street. Tyler says, I can only do the imitation crab and sushi. No, no, no. Come on now. That's not sushi. Sushiyama downtown GR. The McKay Tower is the best. It's very good. I've had it. It's not as good as Sakura. You ever been to Sakura, Nick? Sakura is the best. I've tried them all. You ever go to a Soho Sushi on Monroe Center, Nick, over by the old radio station Cumulus? That one's not bad. Uh, I was walking through the streets of Soho in the rain. We were looking for a place called Lee Ho Fuchs. Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. Uh, speaking of food, last night we went with the uh, cheesy potatoes. And um, absolutely fantastic. I got to use my onion dicer. Fuck, man, I love that thing. Slice the onion thin. Put it in the machine, push it, it comes out. Everything's just chopped perfectly. It's so awesome. Um, you're looking at a pint of sour cream, a can of cream of chicken, a tablespoon of garlic salt, one cup diced, finely diced onions, 
uh, shredded, not cubed potatoes. Put on gloves. Put your hands in there and blend that shit perfectly. Put it in the 9 by 13. Bake it for an hour so that the edges are getting crispy. That's where the, you got to go and dig out the crispiness when you serve that shit. Everything eaten. The asparagus. When you cook it, you then put it in a bowl. It's been cooked in olive oil. So it's got olive oil all over it. You take everything bagel, um, you know, the everything bagels uh, seasoning. You put that on it and then you you toss like the bowl. You, you know, throw it in the air and the uh, asparagus comes flying out of it and lands back in the bowl. Perfectly tossed. Uh, kosher salt with that. Oh, my God. Incredible. So you got the ham, you got the cheesy, you got the asparagus, and then you go King's Hawaiian, warm them up in the oven, just slightly crispy. Oh, forget about it. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. He is risen. He is risen. Eric, did you find a new church yet? No. No. No, I haven't. I have to. I really feel out of the loop on Easter, not going to church. I feel kind of bad about that. But don't have a new church yet. Uh, the Catholic Church is, uh, has left the Eric Zancho podcast household. It can be no more. For a lot of reasons. Some of you are like, Eric, you don't need a church. You do not need a church. I know, I know, I know. I know that. But for me, I got to have one. Stevie says, isn't Soho the same place, a Chinese restaurant that was closed for health code violations? Yes. It had a different name then. I forget what it was. I think it was called Dogs R Us or something like that. All sorts of health code violations. XO, that's what it is, XO. Yeah, they sold it. Nate Bull in Kentucky says Lucky T in Grand Haven has great sushi. All right, I've got some major news to share with you soon. And when I share... Excuse me. And when I share it with you, the first time I share it will be on social media. It'll be a video. And you will know. I'll probably share what I have to say. Next week, this coming weekend, Saturday or Sunday on social media won't be talked about first here on the podcast. Series of things have to happen appropriately. Tyler says it will regard a later podcast time, I'm guessing. No. Has nothing to do with radio. Has nothing to do with the start and end time of the podcast. It's bigger than that. It's remarkably bigger than that. 
I've got a feeling, a feeling deep inside, oh yeah. I've got a secret, a secret I can hide, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Will you have the flu and be in bed? That was a fun video. No, no, I can't get fired anymore. I'm, I'm my own fucking boss. When I was talking with Brett and Rachel at Bosco's about the way I live my life now, I go, yeah, I mean, that was a great living to make, but I'm much happier now doing what I'm doing. People say I'm crazy doing what I'm doing. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. You can tell I'm running out of gas. Uh, on the Patreon podcast today, I need to talk to you about um, this lady in Mississippi. She's in big trouble. Uh, she's 19. And um, if, if you know this story, don't, don't, don't reveal any of it. But here she is. Uh, uh, this, this young lady, she's just 19. She looks a little beat up, but, you know, Mississippi. Uh, here she is with her adorable pooch. Here's a picture of her in the cop car. Something's going on. Something bad happened. Well, when you hear what happened, it's going to be, you're going to be like, what the fuck? You'll find out what that is on the Patreon. Sign up. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I also need to get into the story about uh, this guy. In Vancouver, Washington. Uh, just trying to make ends meet. He's got a, a food truck. And he's setting up for the day. In the business district where all the professionals are going to come out at lunchtime. And he's going to serve them food. And he's uh, he keeps his little one. He's got a newborn with him. So uh, he gets out of the car. And he walks 10 feet over to the food truck. And something terrible happens. Now, the kid is okay. I'll tell you that. The kid is okay. This is a, this is unbelievable. We got to talk about that on the Patreon. That's coming up. Before we get to the asshole of the day, though, the final segment of this show brought to you by the Kent County Health Department. Call them at 616-632-7200 for information on the WIC program, information on vaccinations for the kids, personal health services, all there for you. Or go to their website, accesskent.com slash health. Uh, forever grateful with the partnership I have with all the sponsors, including TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. April 30 is the next paintball war. It'll start at 4 p.m., I'm told. Paintball war number 22. The spring fling happens. Pizza party to get started, and then the war begins. Outdoor play is back at TC Paintball. Let me know if you're coming. Hello to my friends at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Kent, drop the E at a U. Go see Kent when you need the flooring. For the lowest price for flooring anywhere in the great state of Michigan and beyond. Well worth the gas money to get to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. 
Lowest price for flooring anywhere, guaranteed. Add 10% off when you say my name at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. They're in Granville, Michigan on Chicago Drive, right behind the Little Caesars. Finally today, thanks to Bosco's Pub. I'll be there today. They open at four. I will make you dinner. No, I'm not an owner. I am a kitchen assistant slash fry cook. Okay. Who's your asshole of the day today? We saw Doug take a tumble at Bosco's. Brett thought that I own Bosco's pub. The Easter egg roll on the White House lawn. My own Easter egg hunt here at the Eric Zancho podcast household for Easter. A uh, mini review of the Free Bear and Hot Wings show. A little bit of what I featured on Who Are These Podcasts. Kanye's school. Uh, it's got to be Kanye. That is your asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. Thank you to TC Paintball. Bob says, if not Club Soda Kenny, why is Club Soda Kenny a, a asshole? <laughs> Ashley, who's also pretty funny. Kelly's R's. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Kelly's R's need to be the asshole of the day. I, this, is, this is crazy. Not Kelly, but Kelly's R's. Chris Crunch, Oregon. Kelly's R's need to be the asshole of the day. Eric Zane, what are you talking about? I don't even know what you mean. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> That's so expensive. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, That's not Kelly's R's. This is Kelly's F? Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. For crust. Cripple. Um, Maureen says this is a rare change to asshole of the day, but that's, that's too funny. We can't ignore that. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. I mean, someone needs to say down, sit down and say, all right, say incredible. And she's going to go incredible. No. In, in, cred, quad, ibble, ibble. New York, come to Oregon, come here. Temperature, algorithm's incredible. For crust, cripple. For Fork, fork, cross, incredible, cripple, cringe, Cross, crack. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature algorithms incredible. Fork, crust, cripple. Fork, crust, cripple. Wow. Bob says I hear nothing wrong. Do you not have ears? Are you kidding me? You don't hear that. That's that's insane. 
You got to be bullshitting me. Crazy Ashley says, kill me. All right. That is going to do it for this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Kenny says, pull the cock out of your mouth, Kelly, then talk. Now, that's like worse than anything I said. Jesus. Uh, Ryan says, did you catch this? The Trump cold open. Let's see here. Trump cold open. Oh, okay. I will feature that on the uh, Patreon today. We will break down the Trump cold open. I heard about it, but no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch it. Okay, for Bruce, Benny, O'Neill, the eternal soul of Daisy, and the queen of the forest. I'll talk to you later on, folks. Thanks for being here. Till next time, have an, have an incredible day. Make sure if you have pizza, you enjoy the crust. Don't crack your head on the pavement. It will be incredible if you go to Oregon. Thank you. Bye-bye.